Hey everyone, welcome to the Gypsy After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Stick around because we're going to be talking episodes one and two. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. <laughs> Come through Fleetwood Mac. I love this song. Oh my god. Yeah. It's definitely one of their best songs. I mean, they have so many good songs, but like yeah. Gypsy's definitely up there. And it fits perfectly with the show. It does. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, we're gonna have like so many gypsy songs for this this after show. So <laughs> We're gonna get our playlist ready. Oh, we are, we <laughs> yeah. are. So guys, if you're tuning in live in the live chat, please leave us a comment. Um, always subscribe to us on iTunes and on YouTube. So Gypsy, episode one and two. What are you guys' initial thoughts on the show so far? Uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I don't really like uh, Naomi Watts' character too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I can. I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. After just two episodes, mm-hmm. it could kind of go either way. I mean, it's obvious that she's crazy, um, yes. but I feel like <laughs> I don't know enough about her mm-hmm. and. There's just um, either she's like everything with Sydney that's happening with her, either she is legitimately crazy, or um, there's something that we don't know yet that's going to reveal that there's uh-huh. more to her yeah, than what t- meets the eye. I was telling you guys, I'm expecting like a major twist halfway through, maybe at the end. Uh, what about you, Karina? What do you think? Um, this show gives me like a gone girl type of yes. feel. And I'm like, okay, she's really crazy. I'm like, but is she willing to murder somebody? And if she does, <laughs> oh out. my God, that <laughs> just be awesome. Yeah, so we're going to start off with episode one titled The Rabbit Hole. And I think that's such a great title because right now, us as viewers, we're going into the rabbit hole. We don't know what to expect from Naomi Watts. She's gonna she's playing Jean Holloway. She's a therapist. And we already know she's going to get into some hot water she's gonna be some scandalous activity mm-hmm. some dangerous activity so i am i'm ready but these first two episodes definitely started out as a they were definitely a setup mm-hmm. so like you were saying we already like well, like what, what's gonna happen so um and also before we start sam taylor johnson she actually directed these first two episodes and if you're not familiar with her she actually did the um the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Oh, wow. So, okay. it, she, her directing style, her aesthetic is definitely, I think it really pertains to Gypsy yeah. from, like, the scandalous activity that we're going to see soon. <laughs> so, um, we're introduced to Sam in one of her therapy sessions. And Sam is a kind of an insecure guy. He recently just broke up with his girlfriend, Sydney. And you mentioned Sydney earlier. So, what are we feeling about Sam so far? So, uh, right now I feel bad for him, mm-hmm. but I feel like with him, just like with Gene, we might find things out that we don't know, mm-hmm. and I, I was mentioning this earlier to you guys, that I wasn't sure if if she met Sam first, or mm-hmm. if she met Sydney first, mm-hmm. and the thing is, the way they're setting the show up right now, it seems like Sam's her patient, she knew him, through Sam, she's hearing about Sydney, and now she wants to go stalk Sydney with some mm-hmm. weird alternate, you know, alias. But it it could be that maybe she knew Sydney first, and mm-hmm. she tracked down Sydney's ex boyfriend, and mm-hmm. somehow, mm-hmm. maybe not directly, but maybe indirectly, convinced mm-hmm. him to become her pageant. And here we are. Yeah, that's a crazy, crazy theory Uh, because I have like a feeling of that too that maybe she actually knew Cindy before um Sydney before um Sam and so I also get the feeling that that Jean kind of like she really likes Sydney because she's Mm -hmm. so 
exotic Dif- yeah. type of different type of thing. Um, and so I'm thinking, She's okay, British. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm thinking maybe she knew Sydney first and like mm-hmm. kind of like started liking her. Yeah. But I don't know. I could go both ways. It's a very interesting theory. I didn't even think of that. But like, yeah, because I I can definitely see it like happening. Possibly, it's definitely a potential possibility because we're just introduced to Jean. We we see her as like a normal house. Well, not a housewife because she has mm-hmm. a job. She's she's a therapist, so she says. <laughs> so she says. <laughs> so she says. <laughs> but all of a sudden, she's so quick to you know connect with Sydney. So it's interesting too because when we are introduced to to Jean and Sydney, we actually I think we see them first before we actually even see and meet Sam. So mm-hmm. I almost think like at first, yeah. I thought it might have been her daughter and I thought it was funny too. I mean, I don't think it's her daughter now, but when I first noticed, I just got the vibe of, hmm, why is she like, you know, kind of just stalking this woman like this? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because as we meet her, the first thing that Jean does is she, her mom's calling and she just does not answer. And then we go right into that patient that keeps basically saying, my daughter keeps oh pushing me away. Oh my gosh, yes, Claire, I Claire, believe her name yeah. is. Yeah, and her daughter, she's just like so attached, overbearing completely. Her daughter, Rebecca, that's her name. Um, and speaking of that, I remember like there's something that uh, really stood out to me in the beginning was she circled boundaries, and so that's something that like I think really is like she's trying to enforce boundaries with her patients. Yet her and like outside of the therapy uh, sessions, she has like no boundaries because she's mm-hmm. she's going into like her uh, patients' uh, lives basically, not even her patients, her patients' uh, significant others and what have you. Um, so like she meets Sydney. And she also gives herself a different name, Diane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and she pays in cash. So I thought that was very interesting. She's going totally visual anti here, total gypsy style. Um, what, do you guys, what do you guys think of this new persona, Diane Hart? I believe that's her. It, it almost, so she made that comment to her husband that she used to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And the everything that she's wearing when she goes undercover as Diane, it, she got from her closet. So it's almost <laughs> yeah. like she's becoming who she used to be, mm-hmm. even though we don't know who that person is yet. I have a feeling we're going to find out that she was some really, like, you know, I don't know, just some wild child mm-hmm. who basically reformed yeah. and met her husband. So I have a feeling that she's just being who she really wants to be. Yeah. And the housewife slash therapist is just a different person that isn't really her. Mm-hmm. And there's something interesting about her like wardrobe. I don't know if you guys noticed the necklace. Yeah. The oh. gold necklace. Yeah. Um, she wears it all the time. And I wonder like what significance that has yeah. because she only wears it when she, when she like goes to hang out with Sydney yeah. and, and things like that. So Wasn't I'm like, huh... What is that? <laughs> what is that necklace? Mm, <laughs> you know, it's an ancient so. artifact that possessed her. Yeah. <laughs> that could be like her signature. Yeah. Diane. I didn't even like. You guys thing. are. What I'm if, so glad you guys are here because you're like really like. Oh yeah. You're like refreshing my memory. I'm like yeah yeah. yeah. What were you so. saying? What if her real name is Diane and Jean is the fake name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would yeah, be really yeah. good. Yeah. That could be. Um. So. What were you talking about? Oh. Okay. So later on, Jean brings up Alexis. That's her name, right? Alexis, who is um, the I believe I believe. Oh my gosh, technical <laughs> difficulties. I believe Alexis is her husband Michael's um, secretary. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So right off the bat, I feel like a sense of tension whenever Alexis is brought up with um, when she's talking to her husband Michael. Michael Holloway, portrayed by Billy Crudup. I don't know if I mispronounce your name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Billy. Um, but yeah, I think 
Alexis, we haven't seen her yet, but we later see her. And she's a bombshell. And you know it never ends well when there's a beautiful woman, you know, hanging around marrying men. So what do you, what do you think? Oh, my God. Yeah, and she also, Jean kept on saying, like, you talk to her too much. Mm-hmm. Like, like there needs to be kind of, like, some space. And then we started seeing that when she, like, would call on the phone. And mm-hmm. even Alexis was staying on the phone. Late at and night. I, yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, that doesn't seem very normal, but... Okay. <laughs> the fact that the husband has to lie, too, when he comes back and, and she's like, oh, like, how was your dinner? I'm sorry you had to eat alone. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can't tell her that he ate with Alexis is a red flag. And the energy between the two of them, the husband, even though he's acting like a really good father and husband, there were times I did feel really bad for him because of what Jean was doing. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that if they haven't already, he's going to be sleeping with Alexis yep. and... I just don't think he's happy, and I don't think Gene's happy. And I think that's maybe one of the points of the mm-hmm. show is that if, you know, if you're in a marriage like this and sometimes you can grow and change and it's, you know, people don't always stay in love. They fall mm-hmm. out of love. And I think that's what they're trying to say with this mm-hmm. show. And later on, this is skipping ahead a little bit, we see Alexis on OkCupid. So we already know she's single. Yeah. She's available. So she might make herself available to Michael. So Gene... Gotta watch your man. But we're also introduced to Gene and Michael's uh, kid, Dolly. Yeah. And Dolly, I love, I think we were all talking about Dolly previously before the show, that we really are, we really like Dolly because she's definitely going against gender norms and, um, you know, she might be, you know, lesbian, she might be trans, as some of the, you know, students and faculty were talking about later. And I really appreciate them incorporating that. And despite the school kind of going, not really liking that about Dolly's character, um, her parents don't seem mm-hmm. to have a problem with it, and I really like that about that, um, but the choice that they made in the, sh- the show. Yeah, I like that, too, that they, like, sh- Dolly is everything that, you know, you don't typically see mm-hmm. as, like, a little girl doing, you know, with the way she's dressed to what toys she's using, and so mm-hmm. I like that her parents aren't like, oh, no, you can't use that toy you yeah. can't wear that and so I do like yeah. that they did that too I posted on Snap uh, like last week I don't know if you saw oh, it yeah. <laughs> I was so upset because there was this little girl behind me at, I was at Target um, and this little girl really wanted like this Lego toy this Lego toy and I think it was like DC super whatever mm-hmm. and her mom was just like no it's for boys I'm gonna call your dad and tell you you're acting up and she just mm-hmm. really wanted the Aww. Lego and I was so upset it frustrates me when parents you know they, they just try to uh, they're overbearing, like Claire in this episode. They're like, no, you have to do this, yeah. you have to do that. You're a girl. Conform to gender roles. And it's, uh. I, I, I want to say <laughs> her name, Dolly, that could not have been yeah. an accident mm-hmm. that they decided to name her that. Because you think of it, like, it's like feminine. Yeah. yeah, like a doll. And yeah. it's just, she is, yeah, she's Dainty. like her own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She does karate or judo? Karate, or, I think, karate, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just, I yeah, I, I just love how they, I love Dolly. I think she's one of the best characters right now. She's probably one of the few characters I actually like. Because, <laughs> I mean, everyone else is, there's there's so much gray area right now. Yeah. And I, yeah. But Dolly just seems like, you know, she's, it's unfortunate she has to be in this world of these mm-hmm. suburban housewives. And Oh, God. <laughs> and you already know Jean's completely over that Real Housewives of New York or wherever they're at. Yeah. Because um, at, there was a dinner, they had a dinner that they went to and she was just with the other moms and she was totally over the conversations that they were having such trivial like gossip Stupid. Yeah. yeah and she was over it and she just wanted <laughs> some wine and I'm like yep that would have been me I just want a drink and she adopts her a taste for um, 
bourbon. Bourbon, yeah. bullet. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And it's just really interesting how Jean's picking up all these traits, all these characteristics of the characters throughout, you know, she comes across. Mm -hmm. um, later on, she gets her hair blown out because Claire's daughter, Rebecca, um, loves to get her hair blown out every, like, every week. So I'm thinking, like... Oh, I didn't even catch that's why she yeah. was doing that. Her hair yeah. was, like, it's yeah. naturally, like, I think, wavy. But yeah. then it was straight. So it's really... I'm, I'm wondering, my question throughout the... From the season to come is, is she doing this to benefit her patients? Or is she doing it to benefit herself? You know, is she yeah. going through some crazy midlife crisis? <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you guys think? No, yeah, because even, like, when all the therapists, like, gathered in the table and she was like... I'm tired of, you know, having all of the, all of these people come with me to their problems but not see progress. Yeah. So I think that's why, like, she's taking matters into her own hands and trying to see if somehow she could change the way that, that you know, they manage their lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. We actually have a comment from oh. the chat. Oh, mm -hmm. shout out to the chat. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Shout right. out to Joe8257. Hey, Joe. He <laughs> wants to know, do secretaries normally keep a bottle of wine in their cabinet? <laughs> if I was a secretary, I would probably keep a bottle of wine in my cabinet. <laughs> she was so eager to, like, jump out with that wine. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go eat lunch or dinner or whatever it was with the boss. <laughs> it depends what kind of wine. Depends. Yeah. I typically like uh, white wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some Chardonnay. Maybe some rosé. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, that's so um, funny. I was going to oh oh also something interesting about um, I was about to say Claire uh, Jean so many names to remember I know um, was that she keeps telling Sydney that she's a writer so I, that that really stood out to me and I remember um, Sydney quoted Thoreau about um, when she was hanging out with Sydney they mm -hmm. went to go out um, and she says how vain it is to sit down and write when you have not stood up to live so. I'm wondering if that really, uh, if she basically read her life out to her <laughs> through through Thoreau, a philosopher. Yeah. So it, you know, it's interesting. So I'm I'm a writer, and one of the big things is we talk about inciting incidents, and that's you know when something happens that you know makes the character decide they're going to do something. So I feel like we stepped into this after the inciting incident, and we don't know like that's the mystery. Mm. What happened that's driving her in this direction that she's mm. now making these choices to be this way and push those boundaries. And it's funny too cuz with Claire, she had it wasn't just that one session. It was like if you look back in the logs, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's like all about the boundaries for her. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She's going to she's going to cross those boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> as we go into episode 2. But when this episode come to came to a close, Jean was in a session with Sam and Sam was he was previously sniffing like Sydney's shirt. Like, "Oh my god, he was sprung by by poor Sydney, but you know, they broke up obviously." But um we learned the episode ends when Jean learns through Sam that Sydney's father died. So, you know, is this something that is does Sydney does she act out because of the death of her father? And we're gonna find that out as we talk about episode two, possibly titled <laughs> Morgan Stop. So, what did you guys think of this episode? Episode two, um, I there was a scene I don't remember if it was episode one or episode two where um, she did find out Jean did find out that Sydney had like lied about um, the whole death of her father and stuff, and Jean actually seemed 
upset about it. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, okay, why are you upset? You're lying <laughs> to her too, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of iffy. I'm like, you're, you seem upset because she lied to you, but your whole life you're lying to her because you're lying that you don't have kids, that you're not married, that you're single and, and like all mm-hmm. this stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I mean, there has to be something deeper going yeah. on. Yeah, and why did she lie? Yeah. Yeah. So. The whole episode two, I thought, got even creepier with how she was basically hanging out with Sydney. And the for me, the strangest part of the episode is when she starts lashing out at Sydney when they're in the club mm-hmm. and basically tells her, you know, you cause destruction to everyone you meet. And it's like, okay, did you say this because you're basically displacing your own anger? Because she even mentions that when Allison, the girl who is suffering, oh, yeah. yeah she mentions Allison displacing her anger to on her, so now it's like she might be displacing her anger on someone else. And it just, to me, it was like, okay, did Sydney actually do something to you, or are you just really that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of Allison, I remember she appeared first in the first episode, which we forgot yeah. to, I forgot to mention, sorry. But, um, oh, it scares me, because, you know, as we know, Jean likes to pick up traits and actions of her patients apparently and so you know Allison is a user or that's why she dropped out I believe because of drugs and like we find out that she has a boyfriend who's abusive he's different when he uses so I'm like oh no Jean you have a daughter you're someone's mother don't get into drugs girl and didn't she already because didn't she like rip off a prescription from one of the houses she was in and then I saw she brought like the bottle out and it said her name and so I'm like oh, she's a pill popper already <laughs> and what? oh my god I was like okay first of all who just goes through someone's house and like just takes <laughs> their, their pad like that Jean does yeah, yeah so now that you mentioned that she might kind of mm. get into hers because she was getting into everybody's yeah. trades. She could have done it pre- previously in her past, not her past life, but yeah. <laughs> like years before, you know, before yeah. she met my mom, before she met Michael. So, mm. I don't know. But um, I remember this episode ends, or it doesn't end. It ends, obviously. But <laughs> it began um, when she got a text um, from Sydney. What, and, of course, her husband was gone. So, yeah. you know, she was making dinner, um, which is something that she doesn't usually do. She makes dinner, but it's like frozen. She'll, like, heat up a frozen pizza. They've made it very obvious. Like, she just keeps saying to people, oh, I don't cook as well as you. Yeah. So it's kind of odd that, yeah, she was cooking in this one yeah, room but scene. she she's definitely really excited in this episode with Sydney because she got a text from Sydney after hanging out last episode and um um I believe she um had a little fantasy <laughs> do you remember the fantasy yeah scene? <laughs> yes. uh, my laptop I don't my laptop was trifling because I was watching it earlier and of course my laptop decides to just freeze at this point and you know Naomi Watts' character, Jean, she's just like <laughs> in the process of climbing. Anyways, it just froze and I was like, oh, I was uncomfortable. But anyways, um, also in this episode, Jean gives Sam homework mm-hmm. to stay away from Sydney. So that was very interesting. Do you think that she's doing that to benefit her or to benefit Sam? What do you guys mm-hmm. think? I think it's to benefit her at this yeah. point because mm-hmm. she kind of she wants to be able to see Sydney whenever she wants to, mm-hmm. and I think she's worried because she did accidentally walk in and hey, there they are. Mm-hmm. So I think she just wants to be able to see Sydney, and I really think what we're going to find out is that she's in love with Sydney, and whether she met Sam or Sydney first, now mm-hmm. it's about Sydney, and mm-hmm. I I don't know, I just don't think she I, I don't think at this point 
she's psychologically stable enough to be a therapist. Oh, no. <laughs> Ripping off those labels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of jealousy, too, which is the reason why I think she assigned that homework, because she's like, okay, she kind of, when he was telling her how, like, they were hanging out and how everything was, like, getting good, she kind of, I felt like, got jealous about it and was like, okay, your homework is you can't make any contact with her because mm-hmm. what if Sydney ends up getting back together with him type yeah. of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we learned through this episode that Sydney seems to be very dominant, whereas mm-hmm. Sam, you know, he's very passive, and he kind of waited hand on foot hand and foot is that the right term hand and foot on her whatever he catered to her every whim and every whim and whatnot and um i think sydney got bored and she kind of ghosted but um but we're learning that they're like kind of reconnecting they're being cordial with one another every now and then or at least that's what sam's saying saying um and also something interesting maybe we'll find out later is that Jean picks up dolly and she schedules a play date with the child that um Dolly kissed, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Michelle, that's her name, not the daughter, but the, the mother's mom. name. Is, mm-hmm. But she, everything seemed fine, so I'm really interested in seeing how that's going to unfold because yeah. we, that was just a little teaser, I guess. Mm-hmm. Every time she's around any of the suburban wives, it's just so, like, the tension, the unspoken tension mm-hmm. is just so at its highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It, like, um, it, it almost. When I was talking to my friend about the show, and she uh, mentioned that this kind of reminded her of Nocturnal Animals. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and that, if, yeah, if you guys are familiar with that at all, it's... Mm-hmm. That's, it's <laughs> yeah phenomenal movie. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's actually um, married to the director of these two episodes, so... Uh, that oh, makes sense, yeah. Point. <laughs> Anyways, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, I was no. just going to say, it has that feel. Yeah. And it's, again, it's another, it's a protagonist that something is off, and... Everyone that she's interacting with, especially the wives, it's almost like they know something that we don't yet know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's interesting because, you know, we see more of this overbearing mother who doesn't know what boundaries are with her daughter, Rebecca. But as we're saying, um, Claire, she's just, I feel like Claire's just very frustrated. And like you were saying, you brought up that she's just, She's frustrated with no progress, so she's really taking matters into her own hands. But it's like the show kind of makes it a, seem like she's doing something good, but really she's doing something yeah. bad. So it's a double-edged sword. I don't, I don't know what her... We just don't know her intentions. Um, and so she ends up going to Sydney at work, and she starts interrogating her. Um, she just wants to know more about Sydney, and I'm just... Why? Why? <laughs> but anyways, Sydney, she in, ends up inviting Jean to a little pop-up event, I believe, mm-hmm. um, from, like, one of her mutual friends. Um, but moving on to, oh, Allison. She comes back. Boyfriend drama. That's another... Mm-hmm. That's another. I felt so bad yeah. for her. That Allison, when, yeah, when she showed up and she was obviously high and mm-hmm. she would, mm-hmm. yeah, ugh. Yeah. And it was, even though, like, that was probably the one moment where I liked Naomi Watts' character, Jean, because mm-hmm. she was actually taking care of this girl. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Like, you could her- stay here. Yeah, yeah. And it was, oh, my gosh. It's and just- I wonder how she's, Jean is going to, like, meddle into kind of, like, Allison's, Allison's li- life yeah. to see how, I don't know, maybe she's going to get in contact with Allison's boyfriend yeah. or something. Is, I don't know. That's going to be the dangerous yeah. part. Um, but, yeah, I'm wondering... 
are these patients' lives, are they all going to, like, somehow connect in a way? That's something yeah. that I'm wondering. Or are they going to be, like, their own separate, like, just events, own little stories? Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting them to somehow make it all connect, and I would love for that to all connect somehow. Yeah, because when, if, like, the first episode, when they introduce all the, all the patients, I was wondering, okay, I wonder if in every episode there's going to be either A new, patient. new yeah. patients where she meddles into their lives Mm -hmm. or like you said are they all going to connect towards the end you know making like this big story yeah Yeah. because it almost feels a little disconnected right now I mean Sydney is obviously the main focus of Mm -hmm. this but I have a feeling that we're going to learn more as the series goes on and that it is going to all connect and Mm -hmm. we're just going to we're just going to find out (laughs) certain things it's like okay. (laughs) We have eight more episodes to figure this out. Um, But I'm really excited. I really just want to I was telling you guys I just want to binge it all through but like I can't like I think the discussion is way better when we kind of just focus on two episodes each week. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like, the it's like I want to bend. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find out. We, we're we so basically we're not going to know until like a month later, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So Jean, she goes to like the little band or whatever, or was it a no? It she was goes just like a club, yeah. like an underground yeah. secret club type of thing. So it was looking like a rave. (laughs) (laughs) In a Um, really interesting part of town. (laughs) Um, She ends up meeting, like, I forget, what was his name? Uh, They were, like, Sydney's friends. Sydney's, because I remember he showed up last episode, I believe, if that was the same character. Um, Oh, the one that was outside with her? Yeah, remember when he was Mm. smoking? My question is, okay, like, to me, when I'm watching Jean, I keep thinking it's so obvious that she's interrogating these people and I'm I'm thinking, how does Sydney not realize that something's up with her? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just so obviously not, you know, she's not being very natural about mm-hmm. it. It's like, oh, well, tell me what happened with Sam. Tell me why she doesn't talk to him. It's like, okay, yeah. who's this woman yeah. and why is she asking me these questions? Mm-hmm. No one's interrogating <laughs> yeah. Jean. Yeah. No, and I, yeah. Like, I felt like Cindy kind of figured it out a little bit like when they were I think it was in the coffee shop or in the bathroom at the bar Mm -hmm. she was like why are you so interested in my life and I think from there she kind of started Mm -hmm. a little bit but Mm -hmm. she was still kind of blindsided by what she's doing I love the thing the quote that she said to Sydney um, about her resembling like a Rorschach I can I can never say that word a Rorschach blot blot you know like the what do you see here in therapy sessions? Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, she's a therapist. So, of course, she would use that term. <laughs> but um, she wa- Sydney, she said that about Sydney because she wants people to see what they s- want to see in her. So I thought that was just, like, a profound, like, thing for her to say. It, it was, but I feel like she didn't have a basis to say it. She mm-hmm. hasn't known Sydney that long. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she's if she's acting like she does, either there's something we don't know yet or... She's saying it based on what she heard from Sam. And mm-hmm. to me, Sydney seems pretty... I mean, I know I know we usually mm-hmm. have just seen her with Diane slash Jean, but Sydney seems pretty, like, stable. I mean, she just seems to be the same kind of person no matter what setting we see her in. So uh, I almost feel like Diane slash Jean is saying this because she really means to say it about herself. Mm. She's putting all the blame... On Sydney, yeah. yeah. When really she doesn't look. Oh, yeah. Look in the mirror, girl. <laughs> this episode came to an end when she, you know, oh yeah, um, 
Dolly, a little Dolly, cute little Dolly, wanted to FaceTime her mommy because she was. At, I believe she was being babysat at that point. I mean, she didn't leave Dolly at home, so she's doing. She has somewhat good parenting skills. <laughs> yeah, um, somewhat. <laughs> and Sydney wanted to say hi to her niece because she said Dolly was her niece. However, that's really her daughter, yeah. and so. Jean got all mad. She was pissed. She was started yelling at um, Sydney. She was saying, um, "What did she say? What, do you remember what she said?" No, but, she, but it, basically, she's yeah, selfish. She, she's destructive. Everyone's a casualty and to her. Everyone whose path she crossed, yeah. she like basically just is. Yeah, you know, like it's just, her intent is to hurt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to me, it was like way, way overreacted on that. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, <laughs> she was just scared of being found out because yeah. Dolly was saying mommy mommy and yeah. she was pissed so I mean yeah it's kind of bad to look at someone's phone yeah. <laughs> but it's also bad to lie yeah um, but it was weird because Sydney didn't even catch on to the word mommy yeah like she still thought that she was her niece the whole time so the fact that Dolly was saying like mommy like mom mm-hmm. and then she didn't catch on to that and I was like okay maybe I she thought, was tipsy she was just thought, like mm. maybe maybe <laughs> Because uh, Jean um, or Diane, like <laughs> one of those two, <laughs> um, I felt like she got so mad because she maybe thought that Sydney also heard that, yeah. like heard that she was calling her mommy, but she mm-hmm. didn't. So, so what happens when you try to lead yeah. a double life? We're gonna, f- and they have each other's number. You know how easy it is to find out like someone's real identity. You know, oh my God. your numbers Google. connect to Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Yes, like, yeah. I know the deal. Um, so we actually have a couple more comments in the chat. Ooh, shout out to the chat. So I'm gonna, I'll shout out to Bruce Lee. And hey. we still have Joe in here. And yeah, um, Bruce Lee says they should just go for it. Um, I think, let's see. Oh, I think he's talking about Alexis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go for it. I mean, hey, Jean's obviously, she's going for it. And um, Joe says it was almost like she was talking about herself. Probably Jean in the club. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes back home. She rushes out of the club, the event, whatever. She goes back and, you know, she meets her husband. Um, and they both lie. They both lie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, hmm, Michael, oh, what, what are you up to? Gene, like, obviously we know what you're up to. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing if we're going to get more of Michael's perspective. Also, Michael, you know, he saw the stamp. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's this? And oh, yeah. you know, from the bar. And the whole time that she was in the bathroom, I was like, is she going to take it off? Because like, <laughs> she was, like, looking at herself in the mirror. And, like, you could totally see it. I was like, is she going to take it off or not? Because Michael's probably going to find out. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I'm wondering, like, if we should start a like a tab on how many how many episodes do we think <laughs> it'll take for them to break up? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Let's do it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, so, let's, let, yeah. Think? I, I think three. Three? Three. Oh, that's early. <laughs> that is it. That's next episode. Or, well, okay. okay, okay. So, like, well, I mean, three, <laughs> three, three more from now. Three more. Okay, so, and okay. I don't know that the marriage will end in three, but I think they're gonna find out and realize. That the marriage isn't mm-hmm. working. Too okay, great. I'm heading for like episode seven. seven. Maybe That's I a good I still feel like Jean needs to kind of figure out everything she's doing with Sydney and stuff, and mm-hmm. how she kind of feels about her and mm-hmm. what she's doing with all her other patients. And then I feel that maybe then Michael and her will kind of tell each mm-hmm. other that. Yeah, so you're like, like separating. You're kind of like six or yes, five. Like six, yeah. five, seven. seven. I would say eight. 
because I feel like that's a good kind of like falling maybe yeah. mid or beginning falling action maybe of oh. you know things just being a mess I don't know maybe it's the 10 10 <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah season finale yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 but that's a good thing that's a good thing done 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 I'm also predicting a, a cliffhanger <laughs> ending uh, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. Gosh. But I'm really excited for this season. Also, we should, you know, I don't know if it's already happened, but we should predict when Michael and Alexis yeah. are going to do it. Or, you know. Your After Buzz TV prediction. <laughs> I yes! Was, I, was I, mean, I feel like someone can read our minds. <laughs> what do you guys think? When are they gonna when are they gonna do it? I think they're, they're probably gonna do it, I think. Maybe like <laughs> might have already happened. Yeah, maybe in the office. Um I'm thinking episode four, so like two more episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I feel like they're gonna do it, but Jean still won't know about mm-hmm. it. So. I agree. I, I would say four. Yeah, I would say four too. Yeah. Because I think next After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it and here. The, the, the exclusive is that we don't think it's going to be next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Karina confirmed. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, oh I'm really excited for this this new Netflix original. There's just so yeah. much good content on Netflix. Netflix is really killing the game. It is. Um, I, I've just finished binging Glow. I don't know if you guys saw that. I want to do. No, I want to watch, watch it. Yeah. Too, you guys need to watch that. And obviously, yeah. Orange is the New Black. Like, uh, there's always something to watch on Netflix. But you should definitely binge Glow and then watch our Glow After Show Sundays on yes, Netflix. Yes, guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. Plug that, I, Mark. Plug it. I will be there. <laughs> but, yeah. Any any closing thoughts on these two episodes or what's to come? I'm just excited to see how Jean unfolds in her craziness. Mm-hmm. And Sydney, too, because I actually really like her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I like Sydney, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think even though she obviously has her situation going on for her, she seems more normal, and she seems like one of the most normal characters in the show. Mm-hmm. And Jean, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm honestly really worried about what we're going to find out with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried what she's gonna do. Every move mm-hmm. she makes, I'm like sitting on the edge of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. I'm shaking anxiety. <laughs> Even when she went to get her hair blown out, I was uh, like, "What is this woman doing?" She looked better with the waves. <laughs> like I was like, "No, it looked good, but like I like the waves." Yeah, personally. But um, yeah, that's basically it. You guys should leave a like if you enjoyed this yes, after show. And- like us on Facebook. Thank. You. Shout out to the chat. Anyone yeah. else say anything? Um, okay, well, Joe said one more thing. He said, the next episode, we find out that they are messing around. Oh, good. <laughs> it might be episode three. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yes, guys. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on um, iTunes. Um, and where can we find you guys on social media? I am at Rach Goodman on Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook. Laundry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pause. Um, and you guys can find me everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at KarinaXVRGS. Yes, I'm so excited to be in this after show with you guys. Tune in next week. Find me on also social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And um, yeah, episodes two and no, three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Next week on Monday yeah. at eight. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later.
expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.